Hello, and welcome to The Broke Bingo Addict. This is a podcast that ventures through the wild and crazy world of bingo. This is much more than your grandmother's bingo. My name's Shari, and welcome to this week's episode, which as always is for entertainment purposes only. I have to start this week's episode out by saying, you learn something new every day. <laughs> you know, as long as I've been playing bingo and everything, it just it amazes me how things change and how crazy popular bingo is right now. I mean, it's not just being played at Catholic churches anymore or, you know, small organizations. It's just so incredibly mainstream now. And one of the things that I've learned most recently is that there is so much swag out there. And and I really had no idea. And I am a big fan of swag. Uh, when I was growing up, my dad was a massive golfer. You know, that's the thing that my dad loved to play. And he played it for as long as he could until he got sick. And it was really, really great for everybody else in the family that he was such a big fan of playing golf because when birthdays came around or when it was Christmas time or any kind of special occasion, it made it just so easy to figure out what to get him. I mean, there absolutely was very little uh, effort on thinking there because you knew that he would like anything that had to do with golf, whether it was new balls or, uh, you know, new clubs or something for his golf bag or anything like that. It just made it super easy to always find him a gift that you knew that he was going to like. So uh, swag was really cool. And I really appreciate that. That had so many different things for golfers to choose from. So that made that really easy. But now I just tickled to death to find out that there's so much swag for bingo. And I honestly had absolutely no idea. So I'm going to start with my first little venture dealing with swag. So uh, one of the things that I had wanted to do when I started doing this podcast, I wanted to get T-shirts and such for some of my friends so they could wear them when we go play bingo and other people could see my my uh, title of my podcast and stuff. So, you know, the Broke Bingo Addict T-shirts and everything. So what I did, which I thought was the logical thing to do, is that I went to a T-shirt place that's, you know, about a couple of blocks from my house. And I think it's called the T-shirt factory or something like that, whatever. It's just a little T-shirt place. And I've been there before and they sell a lot of other things. And I've actually had um, uh, purchased a lot of T-shirts for them when I made my own personal like little T-shirts for like um, going on cruises and stuff. Whenever we would take cruises, I'd make personalized T-shirts, but I would just get uh, some little iron-on stuff from, you know, the Office Depot or something or Staples, and I would just make little simple T-shirts and do that. But I wanted to have a really nice, professionally made T-shirt done for my uh, podcast. So I went over there and I, you know, I had my logo done and everything so that it was a, um, what do you call it, a PDF file so we could take it over there. And I went there and I went to the people and I uh, went in there asking, you know, how much it would cost to have that put on a t-shirt. Now, stupidly, I thought it'd be something like $20, right? I didn't think it would be that that bad. Uh, you get the t-shirt, they do it on. I mean, how much can it take to press that little uh, logo on a shirt? But surprisingly, it was $37 for one t-shirt, okay? $37 for one t-shirt. So uh, I had planned to get one for me and my friends. And as it turned out, I just got one because that seemed like really high for me. But that put me on my search. Okay. So I was like, all right, that seems crazy. I got to find a way to do this. I want my friends to have my t-shirts and I want to 
to be able to give it to other people, maybe some kind of a prize or whatever, just to have things out there. So I did my favorite thing and I searched on Amazon. Um, I spent a lot of time on Amazon. They have a lot of money uh, from me. But anyway, so I went on to Amazon and I searched. I said, you know, T-shirts, how to get a personalized T-shirts. And I found like several different little sites where you could do that on Amazon even, where you just send them the picture, you say you want to do this, and then you... Um, upload the picture that you want, and you send it to them. So I wasn't really sure, but I thought, okay, that can't be bad. Because first of all, including the t-shirt, it was less than $10. Okay, it was like, well, how bad can it be? Literally less than $10 for the iron on and the t-shirt. So I sent it off and I had to wait a while I had to wait. uh, I'm not sure it wasn't like crazy. It was like 10 days or something like that. And I got it back. And I got to tell you, The iron-on that I paid $10 for going through Amazon looked just as good as the one that I paid $37 for. So I was really excited. It's like, oh my gosh, we've already found something new where I can get some swag for my podcast that's really reasonable and everything. And I'd imagine if I buy more, the more you buy, I would assume that the uh, less it costs. I'm not sure. I actually hadn't looked that up. But still, I figured that's good. And I'm willing to certainly to pay, you know, less than $10 a t-shirt. That was fine. But the next step was, it's like, Okay, that worked out. Let's check this out. Let's see about hats. Okay, because you couldn't even get the hat at the t-shirt place. They only did embroidery. So that was the only thing you could do was do an embroidery. And I think that was like $50 a hat. It was something completely outrageous that I wasn't going to do. But so I, again, I'm on Amazon and I Google where you do this, you know, personalized hats. And the same thing, I think that was like $6. So I did the, you know, the same little trick where you send the the picture in or the what you want put on the hat. And uh, same thing, in a short uh, amount of time, it came back and looked great. <laughs> and you have like a choice too. You have a choice of all these different type of caps that you want to uh, use for your, for your logo to be put on. So I picked one and it was nice. It was kind of a flexible one, but I have that. And again, so both of those cost very little money. So I was really pleased to find out that if I want to, that I have an option, if I want to pass out swag, that there's something I can do to send that out. Okay, that said, it just absolutely amazes me how much swag is out there that I had no idea about. So first of all, there are masks. I went to a bingo tournament in Las Vegas that I've spoken about, and I noticed that there are a lot of people who are walking around, as we all have to wear masks now, there are a lot of people walking around with really cool bingo face masks. It was like, oh my God, I didn't even think about it, but how cool is that? And I actually bought one. They had a... Um, a concession stand. There was like a whole bingo concession stand at this tournament where there was all kind of bingo swag. You know, you could get little bingo earrings and you can get little bingo bracelets and keychains and, uh, you know, just a ton of different t-shirts with all kind of quotes on there, you know. So uh, that was fun to look through that stuff. And I was like, well, that's really kind of interesting. So that made me go back and decide to go through um, Amazon again and And just spend some time searching around to find out what other kind of stuff was out there. And there's just so many things that you can just order to, you know, just kind of make the game more fun. Little things for your table. Oh, I found on Etsy, one of my friends that I play bingo with, she found a stand. And uh, a lot of people may not be familiar with it, but in some locations, not all, but then several locations when you play bingo, you also do the pool tabs. And I know we've 
definitely talked about the pool tabs, but you can get a collection of these things. So there's tons and tons of these pool tabs and you need to put them someplace and you, or you also want to have them somewhat organized and people kind of do makeshift things all over the place. I certainly have a makeshift little stand where I put my uh, pool tabs or any other kind of strips or uh, any extra games that they have that I put on the table to try to keep it somewhat organized. But there are actually uh, a couple of uh, companies on Etsy where they make these really cute little bingo stands where you can organize your uh, bingo cards and your strips and other miscellaneous kind of games that you might play that are really, really cute. So I thought that was neat. You know, it's like, oh my gosh, you know, somebody's really thinking you can make a business out of that. And it's really kind of a clever idea. Certainly a great gift idea for anybody that you know who plays bingo, you know, hint, hint, say no more. But uh, the other thing that I found out is I'm on TikTok now. Yay, my TikTok audience is getting uh, substantially larger than it was just even a week ago. But one of the things is I'm watching other people and I see that on TikTok, uh, a couple of other people that I watch play bingo, they also take the time out to make, um, I don't know even how you call it. Uh, How can I say this? They get uh, the daubers, okay? So we all know the daubers, and they decorate them. They decorate them with rhinestones, which is really crazy. So you can get all these uh, nicely decorated daubers with these rhinestones, and they make all kind of different decorations. Some of them are decked out to be um, designed like your favorite sporting team. So you'll have like, if you're a Dodgers, it'll be like blue and white rhinestones, you know, and it'll say Dodgers on it or something like that. Or if you want your name on it, they can decorate it like all the way around and then they'll have your your name um, showing on the bottom or something like that. Or if you just have any kind of decoration that you like, any kind of um, design that you want on your dauber, you know, and this would be obviously not one that you would throw away. You just kind of keep refilling it. But these, uh, there are several people that clearly sit there and take the time, by the way. And I'm talking little teeny tiny rhinestones to decorate these things. So obviously they take some time to be done. So I've seen a few people who do that. Uh, One of my favorites, in case you're interested, is done by TC Loves to Bingo. That's her name. You can look her up on Instagram or TikTok. Uh, She's definitely out there and she does a lot of this designing. And she also has these long um, um, daubers. I'd say like what? They're about... um, 10 inches high or something like that. They're just extremely long daubers, or I should say high daubers that are really kind of cute. I guess a lot of people like those. So she sells those and she has a variety of things that you could do. But it's just so interesting that there is so much swag out there for bingo. And uh, yeah, it just makes me realize how popular this game is. And just all the little things that you can do to make playing the game just that much more fun and enjoyable for everybody. So if you get a chance and you see something and you think of me, hey, please feel free to buy a little swag for me. Okay, thanks. For this week's Bingo Lingo, we're going to talk about something that's got a variety of names. It's really the same thing, but it's called a variety of things in several places. At the bingo hall where I was first introduced to it, it was called being either the king or the queen for the day, okay? But in some other places, I I know it's also called the bell ringer. Uh, I've also heard somebody call it the honey bell. Um, So basically, what that is, even though it has a variety of different names, as I mentioned, is that on a given night, the organization or the the location wherever you're playing bingo at, they're going to pick 
a particular person, okay? And it could be a male or female. And that person is going to choose a particular number. So let's say my favorite, B15. And whenever B15 gets called throughout the night, that's going to be the number that that person is going to get paid on, okay? So every time you call B15, that person, whether it's the king or the queen, or it's the bell ringer, or it's the honey bell, whatever, that person is going to get, let's say, $5 every time that number is called throughout the night, okay? Now, I say $5, but sometimes it's like $20 or whatever. There's, It's not a set amount every place. Every, uh, every location has their predetermined amount of money. Sometimes it's $10, sometimes it's $50. Whatever it is, every time that number gets called that night, you're going to get paid that amount of money. So, uh, it can be a lot. Sometimes it's not much. You know, you just never know how that's going to fall. I was at a place, this happened like kind of back to back. I was at a place where the person picked the number and the number was in uh, 44. And I mean, they must have called in 44, like 15 times. I mean, it just kept coming up. I mean, that person made a lot of money because it was ridiculous. It just kept coming up and coming up and coming up. So I know they're really happy when they have the collective uh, amount of money toward the end of the night. And it's True. By every time it comes up, you know, they say pay the queen or they say bell ring or whatever. So everybody has to kind of keep track. I'm sure the person who's winning is keeping track, but then they do that. You know, they make the announcement that that person needs to get paid that amount of money. Uh, but like I said, that night, that person was doing really good. They were very happy. They might have even won, won more money as the uh, king or queen than they would have playing bingo that night. But, you know, but that same week, like the next night or something, whenever I played, somebody picked a number. I don't know if it was I-21, whatever it was. And I think it came up a total of twice the entire night. So they didn't make very much money at all. But I, you know, I guess it's better than not making any money at all. But uh, still, it was it was very minimal to see that one place where that actually worked out very well for somebody and the next time not not so well. But anyway, that's something that they do at a lot of places. Uh, now, the way that they pick it is also different. You know, not only is the name uh, not necessarily the same, but the way that they choose the person is not the same. Uh, one of the places that I play at they uh, do it by pulling a uh, raffle, okay? So when you play at this place, when you get your paper packs for the night, each paper pack has like a little uh, lottery ticket on it, like a little raffle ticket, I should say. It's not a lottery ticket, a little raffle ticket on it. So that has the number. So before the game gets started, you know, they put all those numbers in a uh, basket and then they'll pull that number. They say, you know, we're going to pull for the uh, bell ringer. And... Um, you know, they pull the number. If you have that number, then you have the the opportunity to say the number that you want to be your number for that night if they call. So that's one place that I played at, and that's how they do it. But at the place where I first uh, learned about this, again, the place where they had the king and queen, what they would do is they would actually play a game of bingo, and whoever won that very first game of bingo, then the person sitting to their left would be the king or the queen, and then they would have the opportunity to pick the number that they wanted called throughout the night. Okay, so there's a couple of ways that that person is picked for uh, the night. Uh, I'm sure there's other ways and other locations, but those are just a couple of the ones that I'm aware of. Wow, can't believe it. 
This brings us to the end of our 20th episode. Uh, Not only the 20th episode, but the last episode of 2021. So I want to thank everybody so much for sticking with us and listening to us and supporting us. It's been greatly appreciated. I hope you will continue into 2022. Uh, Please listen to us on um, your favorite podcast station and also check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, which is, like I said, is growing very nicely. Hopefully we'll get to the point where we can do some live telecast. So in the meantime, I hope everybody has a wonderful holiday season. And I really look forward to you coming back and listening to The Broke Bingo Addict in 2022. Thanks again. It's not a game. It's a red